On this episode, you will learn that the most powerful thing God gave you is right under your nose. Your mouth can be used to speak a better life for yourself. You will see that when you speak what God has already said, the God of integrity will bring what you say and believe to pass. Stay tuned. Life was bitter to the core. There was nothing to live for until love came. My name is Harold J. Perkins, and at the age of 17, I was selling drugs and on my way to an early grade. While sitting in my house with about 10 guys, God gave me an out-of-body experience, and I was lifted above the room. I could see everything moving in slow motion. After that, I got up and put those guys out, and I cried out to Jesus Christ. He came into my life with liberty and purpose, then I ran into religion. And it has taken me over 40 years to navigate through religion to fully understand what came into me that day. This podcast is to help put you on a faster track than it took me to get through religion and experience life, liberty, and purpose on a higher level. So get ready. We're about to start a revolution. Again, welcome. I'm going to continue talking about the good fight of faith, because for some of you, this Christmas is a real fight to have faith in God to bring you through this season. Your life is not where you want it to be, and it's hard for you to believe for a better day. But just because it's hard, you still can't see a better day through fighting the good fight of faith. I remember many years ago when I was raising my children, and it was not a good Christmas season for us. I was in the mortgage industry, and at the time, the whole industry had collapsed. My six-figure income went away overnight. I had financial obligations that I had to pay, and my children did not see a plentiful Christmas that year. It was tough, but I kept fighting the good fight of faith, believing we were already in a better day, and the following Christmas was a great one. This is also a tough time for those who may not have uh, family members with them now, but stay encouraged. God has a better day ahead for you. If you're still here on earth, God has a purpose for you, and it's a good one. Keep fighting the good fight of faith, and if we keep in mind what this season is really about, we will understand how loved we are by God and know that with His love for us, we will make it to a brighter day. This season is about a God who loved us so much that He sent His Son to die a brutal death so that He could bring us back into relationship with Him his only beloved son. If he could pay such a price for a relationship with you, what other good thing will he withhold from you? The answer is nothing. But it all comes through fighting this good fight of faith. I remember when I was just learning how to fight this good fight of faith. My faith was growing, but little fruit was showing up. We had very small children at the time, and so things got so rough that we had to go get some food stamps. I remember sitting in the county building And I said to my ex-wife, we are rich, and I didn't blink an eye. She looked at me like I was crazy, like I had lost my mind. But within about a year and a half, I bought my family a five-bedroom house. And not long after that, I was earning over $300,000 a year. How did this happen? Fighting the good fight of faith. God wants to be believed. He wants us to take him at his word. Hebrews 11.6 says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. He is a God of so much integrity that it displeases him when you don't believe him. 
He is expecting us to take him at his word so much that we don't need any physical proof to prove what he said is so. We have his word, so we believe we have it now. Remember from the last episode, one of the Amplified Bible's meaning of faith is the conviction of the reality of what you're believing God for before it physically shows up. You believe you have it already? Therefore, you talk like you have it already? I remember when I got released by the Los Angeles Dodgers when I was playing professional baseball. I was believing God for a job with a new team. I told my friend that by the end of the week, I'll have a job. He was a believer and looking for a job as well. But I said what I believed, and that Friday, I was on a plane flying to my new job. God honors faith. If you truly believe, you will talk what you believe and act accordingly. Faith is now. I have to believe I have what I desire of God now. Jesus said before he left earth, will he find this kind of faith when he returns? Will he find those that will take God at his word? Listen to this example of this kind of faith. I'm in Matthew chapter 8, verse 5 through 13. And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant lies at home sick of the palsy grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go, and he goes, and to another come, and he comes, and to my servant do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed, Truly I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. And I say unto you, that many shall come from the east and the west, and shall sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And Jesus said unto the centurion, Go your way. And as you have believed, so be it unto you. And his servant was healed in that same self hour. Wow. See, this man took Jesus at his word. That's all he needed. He did not need Jesus to come to his house. He just needed Jesus to speak the word. Well, we don't need God to come down from heaven to give us what we need. We have a book that's full of the words that he has spoken already. His word is enough. Now, you also heard Jesus say that this man who was not even a child of God's kingdom, yet he received healing for his servant. And he said, many in the kingdom will miss what this man was able to receive. Why? Because the children of the kingdom are not taking God at his word. This is true even today. The good faith is that we believe we have what God has said now. When Jesus spoke, it said that the same hour the servant was healed. Now, healing doesn't always show up that fast, but we have to believe we have it when we say what God has said or when we pray and believe that we received at the time that we pray. Listen to Mark chapter 11, verses 22 to 24. Now, this is, I believe, the greatest illustration of how faith works that most of the body of Christ has missed. Jesus speaks this in Mark eleven twenty-two to 24 
after he had spoke to a fig tree and commanded it to die, and they saw the results of it the next day. This is what we need to understand in the kingdom of God. If we're going to see the benefits of the kingdom, we have to understand what Jesus is saying here. Here's what it says. Verse 22, and Jesus answering and said unto them after they were saying, Lord, look at the tree. It's died, just like you said. Jesus answers and says unto them, have faith in God. For truly I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain. Now I'm going to stop, you know, because Jesus is very clear here. He's saying, first of all, he's telling them to have faith in God. And then the next thing he's saying is whosoever. So what he's about to say here is for every believer that has faith in God. And most believers don't even understand this at all. Don't believe this. So how in the world are we going to walk and to be the example that Jesus has called us to be if we don't understand this right here? I'm going to begin again in verse 22. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Have faith in God. For truly I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. I'm going to go into 24, but I'm going to deal with this a little bit further first. Notice he said he'll have whatever he says that he believes in his heart. See, the problem is, is that people are not taking enough time to meditate in what the word of God says, to the point that it gets in their heart. See, when it he didn't say it's just going to happen because you say it. He says it's going to happen because you say it and you believe it in your heart. Well, how do you get to believe in something in your heart? Well, it's, I've used this example before. When you first start driving a car, you had to really focus on what you were doing because you hadn't done it before. But over time, you've gotten so good at it now that you can talk on the phone, you can talk to a passenger in the car, you can do various different things while you're driving. Why? Because driving a car is in your heart because you've done it so much. Well, here's what happens. When you take the time to meditate in God's Word and meditate into scriptures like this that tell you that you have authority in your voice to even say to a mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and don't doubt it in your heart, that is going to happen. Now you say, come on, Harold, you're telling me that my words can, can make something happen? Sure they can. But I want you to understand how Jesus started this passage off. He said, have faith in God. See, your faith is not so much in you doing it. Your faith is having faith that God will honor what he said. And he says to you that if you will say and doubt not in your heart, he's going to bring it to pass. It's not you bringing it to pass. So he's telling you that the release of his supernatural power has to do with your voice and your heart being in agreement. And in order for your voice and your heart to be in agreement, first of all, you got to know what to say. So you got to know the word. And then secondly, you got to spend enough time in the word to get it into your heart. Now, let's go on to verse 24. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. So in other words, he's saying, you may be praying for something that may not show up till next week. It might not show up till next month. It might not even show up till next year, because he said you will receive it. 
but he's telling you that at the time that you pray and say amen to believe you have it then. And so if you believe you have it then, then you'll talk like the previous verse said, you'll talk like you have it now, and therefore you'll have it. Now, there's one other way that you can get things into your heart, and that's by speaking words yourself, saying it over and over again, your ears are hearing it. And as your ears are hearing what you say, it's getting into your heart. See, if this is as valuable as it sounds, and it is, then it's worth taking some time to become developed in this area. How could I go over to a foreign country in Mexico and every single time speak to the rain and command it to go around the ballpark and it obeyed every single time? My wife and I just went to a memorial service and the forecast was it it was going to rain that morning. Well, we got up and we spoke to the rain that morning and commanded it to go around the service. And we saw no rain in L.A. until we got out of there. Now, this is not just for a chosen few. Jesus said that whosoever will say to this mountain that has faith in God and will get it in their heart, they will see a result of the things that they say. This is where most of the children in the kingdom are missing it. Putting things off into the future instead of believing that you have it now and talking like you have it now. Our kingdom is not of this world, so we should not talk like this world. Our kingdom is a voice-activated kingdom. We get things done with our words. We don't talk what we see or feel. We talk what we believe. We believe God's word. One of the other meanings of faith given in the Amplified Bible is divinely guaranteed. In other words, God is guaranteeing what you have faith for that lines up with his word. He will bring it to pass. In a world of so much uncertainty, the one thing that is certain and guaranteed is that God will always keep his word. It may not show up right away which is why the Bible says with faith and patience we receive. But while I'm waiting for it to show up, I have it now. I have the title deed, even though I have not taken physical possession of the property. I have the confirmation number, even though I have not checked in my hotel room yet. This is the good fight of faith. King David was a man who knew how to fight the good fight of faith. As a matter of fact, one of the reasons why God anointed him to be king, because he was a man of faith. He said what he was going to do and what God was going to do, and he went out and it was done. This man, because he had faith in God, took on a lion and killed it, took on a bear and killed it, and took on a giant that was much bigger than him and killed it. This was a man of faith. Listen what he says in Psalms 34, verse 8. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. Oh, fear the Lord, ye his saints. Our reverence the Lord is what it's really meaning. For there is no want to them that reverence him. There is no want to them that fear him. So do you understand? This is in the Bible. Do you know what a life would be like to not want anything? And, and this man who understood this fight of faith was saying that you can get to the place that you don't want anything. And he got there. I remember a passage in the Bible where he now is promoted to be king. God spoke that when he was a teenager. He went through a whole lot before he got there, but finally he's elevated to be king. And he's such a he's in such a blessed place that he's sitting there thinking, who can I be good to? He's got all these resources. He's the king. 
and he's thinking about who can I be good to? So he's telling us that we can come to this place. He said, taste and see. So you get a chance to taste how good God is by trusting him in your fight of faith. Just like a boxer gets better and better over time by having many fights, so it is with the fight of faith. Once you've experienced fight after fight with the devil, you will learn all of his moves and begin to land blow after blow to his head and gain victory after victory. All the while tasting how good God is by him being faithful to answer prayer after prayer. We have a supernatural God and faith releases him to do the supernatural. Our faith releases things in the spirit that we can't see with our natural eyes. It's the realm of the fourth dimension where God and angels live and they're working on our behalf. The mistake that many believers make is to live like there is only this three-dimensional world. There was a prophet in the Old Testament that had a servant that was afraid when the armies of the Syrians came after the prophet. There were thousands of soldiers and just the prophet and his servant. The prophet said to the servant, there are more with us than are with them. The servant is thinking, the prophet has lost his mind. More with us, it's just me and you. The prophet then said, Lord, open his eyes. The eyes that the prophet was talking about was for the Lord to let him see into the fourth dimension, into the spirit realm. When the Lord opened the servant's eyes, he saw thousands of angels in chariots of fire that far outnumbered their enemy. This is how it is with us. If the Lord allowed us to see into the fourth dimension, all of our fears would leave because we would see that there are more with us than who are against us. As far as I've read in the Bible, there was only one third of the angels that rebelled. Two thirds of the angels stayed in heaven. So we have more that are on our side. And in addition to that, Satan is no match for God, the father, for God, the son and God, the Holy Spirit. Therefore, Fighting the good fight of faith by declaring with our voice what God has said puts our mighty army to work that will cause what we desire in this three-dimensional world to show up. Keep fighting. You're winning. You may not see it yet, but you're winning. Even better, you've already won if you don't quit. Jesus, our champion, has already won on our behalf. And as we stay in faith, we will see the benefits. This is a, a wonderful time to be alive. If you believe in Jesus Christ, you have the opportunity to allow God to work through you in such a way that he shows to the world that he is the only true and living God. So be encouraged during this season. Be encouraged in this going into this new year that you have a God that is mindful of you. You have a God that loves you and he's made the system to operate by faith. He's made the system to operate by the words that you speak that lines up with his word. Your mouth is more than what you think it is. Your mouth is a powerful tool that you are able to release the powers of heaven to move and to work on this earth that God can be seen. God is desiring to show his glory in this day. He's desiring to show his power in this day, and he's desiring to show his love in this day. And you are a chosen vessel that he's chosen to demonstrate his power, his love, and his glory through. And all he needs you to do is to participate along with him. And how do you participate? You learn what his word says. You spend time in prayer with him. You enable him to reveal himself to you and who you are. And then you go forth and the world will see God because they'll see him in you 
working through you. Let me say right here, if you don't know our living Savior, Jesus Christ, you can get to know him now. Pray this prayer with me. Say, God, I believe that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die for my sins. Jesus, I accept you into my life as my Lord and my Savior. Help me to live this life. Thank you. That's it. It's that simple. If you believe what you just prayed, he has come in. Start reading the Bible for yourself. You can start in the book of St. John and in the book of Romans, and God will begin to show you his purpose for your life, and he'll begin to show himself unto you. Okay, we'll see you on the next episode.